Hi everyone! Welcome to this week's episode of the Fire and Ice podcast. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about travel and tips and techniques you can use for traveling when you're blind visually impaired. It's interesting though, because right now with COVID, like, I don't know who's going to go where. Unless, like, they have to go to work. That's not really, like, the type of travel <laughs> we're going to talk about. So, I guess I count up the numbers, and Laura and I have been to 15 different places. 13 in the U.S. and 2 international. Oh, being Canada and a study abroad trip to London? Exactly. Ooh... It's such a fun way to experience a different culture and just a different way of living when you go out of the country. But it is expensive. It's expensive, but it's fun to hear the different types of languages. Whether if they have a different language other than English, or if they speak English and they have an accent. Or if they speak a different version of English. Like a person's from Wales or Ireland or Scotland. Like we saw when we were visiting London. And two of the other places we went to, we were allowed to go because we did an alternative break for spring. And what that is is that for your college, you give up your vacation to do a community service. Hence the name Alternative Spring Break. And the two places we went and did that was Atlanta, Georgia, where we helped out refugee families and their children at school. And the other was South Dakota. Thank you. Working with the local Indian reservation. And building houses. I had to say, like, wait, which one is it? Can't oh, remember. No, the only time we went, we drove through north and went to south. So, I told him to paint it. That's why the questions are like, how many states have you visited? It's it's hard to answer it truthfully because sometimes, like, well, we drove through, like, these ten states to get to one location. Does that count? You're not really seeing the state. You're just driving through it. Right. And then the other places we've been to have been here due to visiting family that live there. Or, for me, don't like to do a LARP. And we also have been to places to see shows as well. Such as New York. New York! So, say that I want... Say, hey, the whole thing with COVID decreases the point where it's free to travel outside of your home. Yep. What are some resources people can research as recommendation? Recommendation for for wanting to travel if they're if they have a disability. Well, the first thing you're gonna have to figure out is how are you traveling? Um, most people will travel by plane because it's the fastest way, but you can also take Amtrak with the train stations, or the met- metro or Greyhound buses. Right, and if you are going to fly a plane, 
you can always reach out and contact the TSA and they can have somebody help you go through the ticketing line and security line. But it's nice because you know you get to bypass security. Which is a pain in the ass. I was just actually get her security, yeah. <laughs> um, for the bus, I would recommend getting the e-ticket. Because it's really easy to lose the small slip of paper that has your bus number and information on it. And then e-ticket, you can pull up on your phone and just have that stand when you're boarding the bus. And then you can let them know that you're disabled and they will help you board the bus and have some and have the driver even on you for the ride. But Nikki, how do you get an e-ticket? By either that you have to online but you have to book it at least a week before in advance. But it early. Because that way they didn't have an actual seat for you save on the bus. But you don't have to like beat someone up with your bag. <laughs> this is my seat. And then for trains, they have what are called red caps, which are people that wear red vests. And you have to pay an extra fine on your ticket to get assistance and to have a seat saved on the train. But the downside of that is that not all train stations have a red cap, and not all red cap stations are helpful. Meaning? Meaning that just because it's there doesn't mean it'll help you. No, like any... Public service, you have to take it with a grain of salt. Yes. But I noticed in all, on off the train that strangers will be more helpful sometimes than the red cats. Why's that? Well, my thing is that they feel sorry for you and it's like, oh, well, I'm in off this station and you're struggling, so I'll just give my hand. Yeah, I mean, in that sense, you're all going in the same direction. Why not help each other instead of letting another person struggle? Right. Especially on trains, the dividers are a sliding door where you have to press a button. And you Ooh. can't find a button, like, in that second, people start getting patient. One hour later. I think the other thing that we did that similar to a train would be the tube. Which is what you use in Europe as, like, the subway. Which I would not recommend trying by subway unless you're with a side person. Oh, yeah. I think we did it, what, once? With and Didi? Oh, yeah, traveling to uh, D.C. To Washington, yeah. And it was, like, really hard to hear and understand the announcement because you're surrounded by so many people. So I would definitely say to travel with an assist- like someone that was willing to help you. If you are deaf or hard of hearing, because we have, I feel like our hearing is enhanced because of vision loss, and it was like, it was was like trying to interpret Charlie Brown talking. No, the teacher from Charlie Brown talking. Oh, yeah. Or like, looking at someone trying to talk underwater. Yeah. It's all like mumble and you can't understand what you're saying. And... They do flash the stops above your head on a screen, but if you're blind or impaired, there's no way I'll catch that stop fast enough. And then there are some places, like, for example, in Phil. Philadelphia? Yeah, thank you. Where they have train stations 
that are like mini trains that go around the city, but do not expect to have any assistance with them once you're on them. Oh, uh, like a, um, a circuit bus, circular bus? Yes, I do have an, but it's a train an... instead of a bus. Because oh. they will not help you. You're on your own for that one. Yeah, I would say a fun thing that anybody could do if you're going to travel somewhere new is to look and see what activity or places that are there that you can experience that are free. Because a lot of times, you being a tourist, you're not going to know what the most like fun places or cheaper places to go. And you might end up being suckled into like... Wasting your money. Wasting your money on something <laughs> that you could have did that was free or experience it in a different way that was cheaper. Also, if there's certain places you want to go to, say, like, national museums or aquarium or stuff like that, reach out to them and they might have special deals for disabled or for students or it depends on your age. Or you might feel sorry for you and be like, yeah, hey, we'll give you a discount. <laughs> Another thing is that if you're trying somewhere new, but you have a friend that's been there or actually lives there, I'd say reach out to them, you know, for them. Oh, and then you have, like, a personal tour guide. Well, you have a personal tour guide, and you don't feel so stressed out because you're in a foreign place. A lot of times when I did my LARC in Philly, I would actually meet up with my friends at either the bus or the train station, and they'd pick me up. That's smart. It's like, someone that's familiar with the area to guide you and where to go, but also they already know you so they know something that you might enjoy. Exactly. So, out of all the places we've been to, what's the place you'd want to go to again? Ooh. <laughs> and why? Well... Wow, that's a hard question. <laughs> you did that on purpose. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. You never know. I, uh, oh. Like, there's some part of it I liked and some parts I didn't like of visiting New York City. Like, we didn't even get to visit the places we were looking for. Well, then we didn't know you had to take the subway to Dutch Central Park. Which, I want to visit. <laughs> yeah. And I think it would be cool to actually go inside the Met Museum. Oh. We, no, we came across Empire State Building, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Okay. I was trying to think what landmark we came across when we were wandering. And we didn't even know what it was. <laughs> Somebody was passing by had to correct us. We were trying <laughs> to figure out what the building was. Hashtag blind problem. Yep. You're going to tell you about point at the top. What is it? New York. <laughs> and also another point problem, no matter what they say about how the streets are numbered, you can get lost in New York real easily. Oh, God. If one of my friends says, why did we get lost in New York City? Because it's a giant grid. I'm going to punch them. Or, you can look at the signs. Okay, let's point forward to you and ask you to look at the signs. See how that works out. I think we could have gotten by during the day, like, knowing what we know now, because now we have other types of assistive technology to help us with street signs, like, with Ira or Be My Eyes, but at night, I don't know how we would do it, because at night, we don't have any vision. No, yeah, but I lost all my landmarks. 
Right. Well, I just sat down with you and like, oh, I'm right with Twayo, the landmarks. I'm like, where the heck did all my landmarks go? Oh, I know. It's just on the flare. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Okay. I have, a, I, have a, I have a second answer. Okay. And it's so funny because when we went during the summer, we didn't actually get to explore San Antonio all that much. Oh, that's what I was going to say. But my answer. I did like the, the water canal, the waterfront. Mm-hmm. It was like a little uh, boardwalk. And you got to go in the canal, you got to go under the, through the water path. Oh my god, that reminds me, I gotta finish that poem now for the Dargirl. Because they're lined all over the canal. How did I miss that? Oh, I know, because I kept thinking, Phantom, Phantom! <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of us we've been to, we didn't really chance to actually like, explore, explore. Like, that for? Except for, well, we tied in New York, so we got, we wandered. London. And London. Yeah, I got a dead, I was a deader. Oh, we're gonna get to it. Leave me alone. I mean, we tried to explore Canada. You know, we didn't have the best guide. Yeah, I want to try, I want to try exploring, um, Toronto. Because it's like a big, big city in Canada. So there would be stuff everywhere to see. I kind of wish we could explore Atlanta. Yeah? I heard it's a really good place to go to for, like, the country flair. Idea. Okay. Well, that's basically one of the southern states, and yet. Yeah, I wouldn't go during the summer again now. No, hot. but as the fact we were with the group, we really didn't do that much exploring. The far we went was the Olympic Park and the mall. That was it. Olympic Park was very pretty though. It was. That's cute. You're all we're leaving. Okay. Put down the button. Get your butt over here. Because we found the water, this, the fountain. Oh. With the little rains that happened. Like, bye guys. I was like, sit here, open the book. Bye guys. Twice the whole group walked away. <laughs> yeah, three blocks. And they're like, wait. Where's Belle? I mean, Nicole. <laughs> and then another question that's tied to that is where do you want to go? Oh, we have Benji up. Um, I mean, I know we have a future trip to California. That one's out, out of the pit. Oh, okay. Yeah, Justin moved there. So we're gonna be there, hopefully next summer. Well, I don't know. A lot of people say that Vegas is like New York City. It's like so you never sleep, and but it seems like it's more lit up at night than New York City was. Oh yeah, we are what you just see me walk around has that suit. But it's nothing but casinos, and the one that we went to was nothing but smokers. Yeah. Yeah, that's what worries me about Las Vegas. Well, you could probably have to explore Las Vegas away from the strip. That's true. And you could go to where, like, the hotel and the fear there are. There's, oh, yeah, I always have the fear there's more. Yeah. <laughs> For me, I'd like to visit Salem and New Orleans. Ooh. And they're both known as the natural cities in the U.S. Uh-huh. And then, their natural travel, yeah, that's a long list. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Pretty much, mostly Europe, Ireland, Japan, New Zealand. 
We hear all good places. Very good places. But no. Like I said, I really want to film because a lot of people recommend that if you have any type of magical ability and there's any blockers or you just look into it, if you go to Salem, your power will be fully revealed to you. You think you're huh? I think it's kind of blocked. Why well, Michelle had that reaction when she went and she came back. Hmm. I'm like completely oblivious. I don't think I have an ability. I think you do. I mean, you're a shielder. You know, like, in Hollip with Tom Can you just put, like, wings on me and <laughs> hold me in front of you and say I'm your shield? <laughs> no, we have to get you a high roll shield. Then that oh, works. Yeah. Strap to my chest and stand in front of you. That's a live shield. <laughs> But I like doing different places as you have to learn about the culture and the lore that's based around town. I mean, even if you're stuck up in your ways and you don't want to learn about the culture, I mean, just trying the different foods that are <laughs> authentic to that culture is fun. Yeah, then you have to be kind of cheerful because if you have dietary problems or things you can't have, you might actually get checked eating it. Well, how we know unless you try it? Let's go this way. You can't say you've been somewhere, especially hey, like, hey, you actually get to go to Ireland, and not try the staple. No, I'm not saying not, but we went to an Indian restaurant to make two of our students happy, and yeah. none of them wore me Indian food spicy. Well, who I know, India is one place I'd never go to. <laughs> Which, if we were in the South, we should have went to a Southern restaurant. No, when we went to South Dakota. South Dakota's the South. No. Border Southern State. Okay, well, American food. <laughs> they just picked it because it was the closest thing. I know. And then, Nikki breathed fire. <laughs> it did. <laughs> I'll show you, I'm a real dragon. <laughs> oh, we didn't have any friends, so there was a, another hour to the, to the reservation we're staying at. I have a question. Yes? So, do you think you get more out of visiting a new place out of, like, obligation or volunteering? Or going there for travel or fun? That's a good question. Have you, like... When we did a study abroad and we did the alternatives, right? Like, we didn't see much of the state, but it felt really good helping out those in need or those that need our help. And we got to learn more about their culture. Right. So in a way, you, you, you got something out of it and you were able to grow a person. Right. But then when we do it for fun and we do it for the right person, you get to visit like, all the museums and you get to learn about the history that's stored there and... Sometimes you have to find little hidden, hidden the wall places that most people wouldn't see. I think it would be interesting if you combine them. Like, hey, you know that you're going to go travel to, say, like, North Carolina because you want to see that state. And maybe look at something, that, maybe look at an area or organizations you can volunteer with while you're there. Right. But then it's part service, part fun. Yeah. Like, my one friend Kyle, 
I said he was supposed to go to Japan for his birthday and tell Coconut. Right. And his plan was to to do volunteer work on the anime corner. Oh. Which is not really the one to visit because that just sounds cool seeing everyone dressed up as anime characters. Is it, more, is it like a parade and everyone dressed up or? Pretty much paint a Disney World. Oh, but okay. for anime, and it's just one street and not an entire park. Wait, is it kind of like the thing we were into at New York City and they all wanted a tip? Yes. Oh my god, that was funny. No, near Broadway Street? It was on Broadway Street. Yeah. It was that when it turned to dust, you'll see people walking around dressed up as characters. Like, um, Pikachu. Buzz Lightyear, stuff like that. It was a lot of Disney characters. And there's Dave Pawking pictures. We thought that was cool. But we didn't know you had to tip them for the pictures. And I mean, after like, what, the fifth or sixth person, they started getting mad and we weren't giving money? Yeah, I mean, it's not like they were having a sign that said a fee for a photograph. Right. And there were hundreds of them, so. Exactly. Meanwhile, it was like some type of parade or a convention going on. Right, because, like I said, for Bomber Tom you see her walking around dressed up. Right. The only downside with the convention, though, is that when all the trippy homeless people come out for money. Yeah. Our poor friend falls for him every year. He has a magnet. He does have a magnet. I'm gullible. Please attack me. The best part when he sees someone, they're like, you buy me a meal? Okay. And he puts the rest of his buttons, but he buys it for all. Oh, no. I was thinking that they attack him like he like their vultures. <laughs> Alright, we see him in our sights. Around and attack. To be fair, first time it was a little meeting, it was revenge for me for Raven. After what you guys did to me. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Okay, wait till you have giant four children, Dindo. Look, everyone's screaming. What? Kids love Teen Titan. I admit, the only ones Affy did take pictures with were those that were, like, really sweet or those that were disabled. Other than that, yeah. I said, Because they were, they were the ones that were really shy about asking for a picture, and then they were, like, really... Really, really sincere about like why they wanted it. Yeah. But I think that ties back into traveling because sometimes it can be really daunting asking somebody for help or directions. <laughs> I feel like it's either like you don't know if they're gonna help you or not. You don't know what they tell you could be any of any use or helpful. But then that being wandering around circle, not knowing where you're going and being stressed. It's funny because when we were left New York, <laughs> it was pretty epic that we ran into a couple and they knew how to use directions. I just this saying, oh, down, down street 42, turn right on 53, like, they didn't have street numbers. They were like, here I go straight for two blocks, turn left one block, go straight another block, like, exact directions. Which is what you refer when you can't see. 
Very, very cool. It wasn't even like they were walking with us. How detailed the directions were. Right. And he way that we could follow it. <laughs> but sometimes maps aren't helpful even for people to have full vision. I have no idea what you mean. So, my LARP is at Gray Manor, which is a college university in Philly. Right. And we are staying in the dorm rooms. And they had a map of the university. Like on any campus. They think it's a map. We had to remember. That is easy to find. Not knowing that there's two apartments next to each other with the same numbers. Oh. The only difference is the building name. But it wouldn't seem like it would be a different name with the same number? But the thing was that they didn't tell you the name of the building. They only knew my, my room number. Wow. So, yeah. So, so we actually took 10, 15 minutes, about two hours. <laughs> and just like pass out. Sanctuary! Like, That's cute. You ever had an event? Are you going to stay on site? Yeah, I'm going to go stay with them. No offense. Aww. <laughs> we did our best. Hey, they did their best. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I definitely want to travel to more countries in the South because it's just, I love like the Southern charm and hospitality. You want to be a Southern Belle. I do? <laughs> yeah. See how you're looking for a Sam's accent, Batson? Accents are cute. They are. No, I think it's funny when I did the song for Tiana, like, I had a Southern accent going on. <laughs> I didn't notice. <laughs> but, I think it's fun traveling places like you have been to because it lets you have new experiences. <sighs> Sorry. And it's even better when you make like a friend while you're trying. Like, it's funny like you go to different places and some people are like, oh, lettuce there are animals. And they end up being like the sweetest people you meet. Oh, you went to London? Well, also we went to Atlanta too. Right, like, but I think, I think it was more prominent when we went to London because it's in a different country. With different culture and different upbringing. Now there's a stereotype that people that live in London are like standoffish and rude, rude and hoity toity. Look down Americans. Right. And I think that stereotype comes from the fact that it's not like they're snobbish or reserved, it's that they like they have been good at a different pace. Yeah. So, usually it's, like, quiet, reserved, like, dignified. I wouldn't say snobbish. But then when you go to, like, a sports game, then they can be wild and crazy. <laughs> I mean, then it's, like, the stereotype they had for Americans. Don't they think we're loud and nauseous? Self-centered? Stupid. Yeah. And disrespectful to history and culture. I mean, that wasn't true for us. Can't say the same for the rest of our group. <laughs> I mean, the, the funniest part is that a lot of people would meet the group 
And they thought me and Lauren were one of theirs being tour guides the rest of the group. Because of our personality and how we are, like, we were able to blend in really easily with the natives or, or in the local that were there in London. And that's why we're the only people that weren't robbed. <laughs> you don't know that. I don't know. I'm sure there are one or two people in the group that were spared. Yeah. That's the mess, though. I really thought that one, that Jesse was going to go to jail. I don't have idea. Poor old woman. Yeah, this is me, a day-dice butt. Yeah, I'm gonna wear baggy pants to high tea. High tea. They all were wearing clothes like that. Yeah. You and me are the only ones dressed for, like, black tie event. But in Europe, that's how they associate high tea with, like, a very, like, sophisticated event where it's a break from the Medane. Right. And it's one thing when we were having in Victoria's Rose Garden, which, you know, it's a royalty name for a garden. You would expect to be dressed, you know, that way. Mm-hmm. And said most of the group were in PJs. But I worried about the London. I feel like despite going there for 10 days, we did not see everything. I mean, shoot. All you gotta do is hop on the tube and you can go to another city within London. So, I, f- I feel like we didn't even scratch the surface. Nope. Because, like, you look up things to do that are free or inexpensive, it's like a long list. <laughs> and I think we did, like, one or two things off that list, maybe. Well, the thing that annoyed me is that we went to, what, five, six churches? Well, the thing of doing it through a school is that you don't have very much control over the itinerary until we had our own free time, which was, like, the last day. Yeah, but I just thought it was too many. I did like going to the Modern and Art. Ooh. Because we were always taught some of the display chases. Yeah, I think that's why I like going to the Summerhead House, because they had some sculptures there that you were able, you were allowed to touch. And then we also went to Blue Theater, which... That was a pretty good really highlight. Cool. Like, I didn't write a poem about it because of the fact that it was like... Yeah, when we went to the theater, they weren't seeing the performance, they were listening to it. Like, the first theater made for play people. <laughs> I was like even back then during that time period when it was built it was, it was more accessible than what you considered a place a, a theater to be now because most theaters you can't see unless you're on top of the stage and you want to spend 10 grand for a ticket exactly and then a special treat was going to Sherlock's Holmes a bit nerd <laughs> And doing the Tower of London. Yep. Tower of London was fun. He and that's another thing, like I knew I, I knew I wouldn't like Sherlock as much as Nicole because that was like a place near dear to her heart. I did not think I would like the Tower of London as much as I did. Well, so the Tower of London, everyone we hear I think it's just like one big castle. 
Instead, it's a bunch of towers broken down. Like, that's to mine one. So, there's 12 towers, and we only went to three. <laughs> so, we did the White Tower, which is known for where you teach ravens. Yay! And we actually got to see a raven or two, which was like, oh. Bye, guys. I'm staying here. Um, we went to the World Jewels, where we actually got a personal tour from the darts. Which, I think that was my biggest highlight is the fact, you guys can say that. Keep asking us questions. Well, to be fair, at first they thought we were trying to steal the jewels. Well, yeah, you see, like, a person standing in front of the display case for a good 5-10 minutes, staring at the item, staring back at their friend, staring at the item. Touching the case. Trying to put out the card. They're scuffing out the joint. And then we turned around and saw the change here, like, uh-oh. Here, we'll, we'll make up for it. And because they've worked there for 12 plus years, they had so many stories to tell. And at the end, we got to touch one of the crowns worn by Queen Elizabeth. Does that count? They're heavy. They are heavy. <laughs> and then, what was the third one we went to? The third well, I don't know if you'd count the one that we tried to get into, which was a bloody tower. No, no, that one doesn't count. But it was two. No, one more we went to that time we were trying to find the white tower. Oh, the gray tower. There you go. Yeah, Lauren went and looked at the bloody tower, but... I like weapon. I cannot pass the barrier. I like weapon. I like medieval weapon. I know you do. There's just too much bad blood for me to pass the barrier to win. I bet the lighting in there probably was really crappy and dark. I probably wouldn't be able to see anything anyway. Because, <laughs> like, they said the lighting was like a cave. Yeah. That's just sad. I like weapons. And then, I think the other place we went to was fun because we went for Ant. Like, when we went to the... Like museums when we were in San Antonio and then Oklahoma. Well, we were in Austin or Houston? Houston. I knew it was Texas. <laughs> it was a national video game museum and that was fun. That was fun. A child of me was squealing. I didn't want to leave. But it was a giant, it was, it was like a giant playhouse featuring every video game since the invention of Atari up to, like, the newest console, like, the newer console had been released that year. And all, like, the number, like, the top 100 games for that system for you to play. What's the energy? But it will be about our sisters, our mother, sister, or aunt. Donna, which we call Dee Dee, is she knows we have vision problems, so she'll read everything and describe everything too. That's like having a uh, walking audio description with you. Well, I'm just saying. Well, it's funny because when she came home to visit, we went to Washington, D.C., and we went to the Haunted House Museum. And see, I went there before on a field trip, so I knew what to expect. Well, we went with her aunt. It was like, 
a whole lot better experience because half the stuff in there I didn't get to see the first time. It's definitely insightful and you should definitely go do something fun afterward to cheer yourself up. Oh yeah. Because it's just like a dark period <laughs> in our history. But another fun thing to do is that you don't realize what you can do in your home state when you like want to do something new. So when we visit, we decided to go to the cemetery where Poe's buried. But you always knew that was there, right? Oh, it was there, but we never been to it. Yeah. And we found out that not only was Poe buried there, but every founding member of Baltimore is buried there. Cool. So that was cool for me, and at the same time, it kept me from freaking out to Freedom Cemetery. Right now, quick, what are all the founding members of Baltimore? No. <laughs> I don't remember any. You don't remember one? No. I remember what you're known for is a larger actual name. Like the ones that built the Inner Harbor and created the first school, first hospital. I remember that, I, just, I don't remember the names. But to be fair, we're in a cemetery on Halloween. Oh. No, you can't blame me if my mind was somewhere else. Get me out of here! Sanctuary! Yeah. If you have any ability whatsoever, do not go in a cemetery onto him. Why? Because spirits do this and they want to touch him. Oh, he won't get sent us. Let's get him! <laughs> um, like a magnet. Let's get him! Yeah, which is why I'll say hospitals. Nom, nom, nom. A lucky victim. No, no, no. <laughs> Is there anything that you don't like about traveling? Besides packing? <laughs> I don't mind packing too much. So I Weirdo. usually have a system, no less. Weirdo. But I don't like traveling itself. The only way we're staying with strangers. Mm. And it's like, okay, you have an hour and a half, two hours, tiny chill, you're on the bus or a train or a plane, what to do? And you like my luck, I always said it's next to someone that doesn't want to talk, I don't want to interact, they want silence. Okay, sleep, <laughs> read a book, listen to music. The worst one was talking about from Philly on the bus and his lady decided to nuts to me with a pod plant. Uh I'm sorry. Go ahead. So it wasn't like a little tiny plant, it was like a giant plant you put in your front yard. Oh. And the plotter with water. Oh yeah, she wanted to make sure the plant got back alive. But the thing was that usually when you transfer plants it's usually wrapped up so it does make a giant mess. Right. It wasn't. So by the time I got to Baltimore, my suit was soaked, my shoes and pants were soaked, and there's water all over the steps. 
you know, it's scary when you can't see and either you step on water or you get hit with water and then you, your feet are slippery. Well, I lucked out the dryer hoist. He was pissed at the woman. But then he's right nice and he went down to the attendant and they both helped me. So they were really scared as a slip and fall. Wow. Yeah. And that's the thing though. Like, I don't mind traveling if I have someone to talk to. I mean, I try to read a book or anything like that, but I get bored. It's like, I need someone to entertain me. <laughs> you sound like a child there. Yeah, yeah. You're the same way. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, you are. I have a short attention span. What's your excuse? <laughs> I have too much curiosity for my own good. You're, I mean, you're good at entertaining yourself. Well, I'm younger. And I should actually see books. No, I mean, we'll be on a plane together, and she'll be content reading, and I'll be like, alright, I just watched, like, two hours. <laughs> I've listened to music, I've tried to write, I'm bored. Well, I can't do that now. I know now I can't do it, I used to do much younger. What, read? Yes. Or read... Printed text. Read printed text or read on a screen. Like, after a while, like, I don't know if it's trying to move while you're trying to stare at something still, but after a while, I get a headache. Yeah, I know there are a lot of people on the offer to community that can't read while they're traveling at the same time or they'll get motion sickness or migraine. Because they're, like, trying to read while they travel. Right. So, when you travel someplace new, do you want to go to, like, museums? Or would you rather go to, like, something fun, like the music parks or stuff like that? Um, I mean, obviously, a lot of it would heavily depend on the people that you're with and where you are. But, you're sitting there traveling all day. For a good couple of hours at least. I think it would be good to do something fun. And then do something educational. Lots. No I mean I don't blame you like. I like the idea that when you're. Stuck. Sitting traveling wise. As you get off like. Start to go somewhere where you're walking around. Because it's just going somewhere where you just sit. It's like I was sitting. It's time for a break. Hmm. So, now that we're going to California to see our sister, is there anything there you want to do or see? Um, probably the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Even though I know I probably won't be able to see the name on the star. <laughs> I wouldn't mind walking up to the Hollywood sign. I know, you know, it's a pain, a lot of people said it's a pain to do the hike, that the view is pretty good. Yeah, I'd probably be more accessible than a tiny little hind on a headwalk. <laughs> but then you can be like, then you can be like, you're kind of like pretending that one of the stars is for you and you're trying to find it. Yeah. I like, it's funny when you hear about who's on the water fame. And you kind of feel bad for those that are twins that are famous because they have to share the star. What? Yeah. Nuh uh. Uh huh, American Ashley. The two twins that play Terry and Mara, they both only have one star. 
Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, that's the pain with stereotypes. Every twins, every year twins and arrows or triplets, it's like, you're sure you have one person. And not just rephrase it. You know, these ones here are an arrow kit with it. <laughs> yeah, you have me too. Got it. And it was funny, her sister's like, you guys come. Do you want to do Universal or Disneyland? They're like, I want to be selfish <laughs> and do both. I mean, what? Oh, it's like, do we have to pick one? Can we do one now and then come back another date to do the other? And then, like, when you see the price, it's like, why is your sets of difference? How do people afford to do it every day? I know. That's why some people get the, um, like, the season pass or the fast pass. They can do it every day. Well, I mean, the thing is that they're afforded the fast pass for free for being Muslim impaired. Oh, <laughs> uh, the rest man? Yep. That say that you're disabled and that you need help getting on and off the ride? <laughs> By my lines, Walter does it. I'll be on the ride. Uh, one time we did it at the Hershey Park, we went on the bumper car like four times in a row. We just get off, go to the end. Nobody, either, and that's another thing too, like there wasn't that many people waiting in the line for that one. And we just had to do it again because it wasn't filled. That's the only thing with the wristband is that if it's a very popular ride, you might have to wait until there's a time where you can get on it. Or just say like, okay, I'm going to come back during this other time. Hoping that the ride will be free for me to get on it. I thought the funniest one in the way after Spark, and they tried to use it to their advantage, our group. Now they put the roller coaster in. I can't do roller coasters on my back. Right. And they're like, no, you have to try it with us. Don't essay. We line for everyone. Get to the cars. I go first. Don't get a side and go for desert. Oh, I forgot you did that. <laughs> I was wondering how you didn't get stuck in the getting on it. And you did not want to even try that one. Nope. I pulled a full ninja move on that one. And the funny one is, the one time you got her done the ride, you all realized I wasn't on it. Cool, because we got done, I'm like, where's Nikki? <laughs> I don't think I sat right here. I think I had like three other rides I had to pull that trip, so I didn't want to ride it. Mm-mm-mm. Like I said, you should not force a ninja to do something that's their will. It doesn't work. Can you just feed them something that has a drink in it and then they're out? Then they don't remember going on a ride? No, you have to be able to hold them first. And if that's out, you have to be able to get them off the ride. <laughs> oh, they're just sleepy. But yeah, definitely say it's like you're gonna do like a amusement park or a zoo. Definitely see what kind of sound they have. And also see when the best time of the day is there too. But also see if there's some type of map available online to get a better familiarity of the place. So that way you're not just wandering aimlessly around the park or the zoo and like trying to figure out where stuff is. Well, a new thing you're doing now is a lot of parks are making audio maps. So you can download the app. An app on your phone and it will read the map aloud to you. Yeah, you know, for that, can be like, I want to get on this one ride, where is it? <laughs> it's all the way on the other end of the park. No! 
had that same idea for cons. They were trying to find the one booth. Ooh, right? And they cram all the booths together. It's like, yeah, we're going to put numbers, but we're going to have it, like, at the top of the booth or on the ceiling. Yeah, the one year, there was a meal booth that I wanted to find. Right? We spent, what, five, six hours with your friend's center? Yeah, we kept going, like, if we could ask you where it is, they would say, like, oh, it's near so-and-so's, um, little area, and then we'd go in that area, and we still wouldn't be able to find it. I did say it did sound like Marco Polo, but then no one would be able to hear us. Yeah, please don't tell me you're going to do Marco Polo at a con. <laughs> no! I can't hear you! Hey, Mike, see how we always lose one of us at a con. Jimmy. No, sometimes you guys will lose me if I'm stopped looking at something I don't realize I'm not with you. Yeah, and I think that, too, a lot of times I, like, go and pull your hair, like, all right, let's go, time up. <laughs> it was very rare that you found something that you wanted to look at and I didn't. No, since a lot of times I'd finally be able to get in where I can see it and you guys were already done. Yeah, but at least we did. Yeah. I always feel like... Even though I've done LARPs where I travel with myself, I think it's smarter to travel with a family member so you know. Okay. What well, I mean, I think it's also on the stress of like, getting the location okay, trying to find where you're going, all that. And then two plus you consider that there's someone there that you already know that's familiar with your disability, that they can make the game more enjoyable for you. Damn. Part. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Like, where are you going? I don't know about traveling. Like, you distracted me! It's not that hard. Poor Dory. Hey there. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. What do I like to do? I like to swim. 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 You can't see Lauren's house by law like she's actually trying to swim to it. Wow. After all. out. So, the thing that sucks about COVID is that we're, we're going to have a book release on Halloween. Mm. Which is cool. It's already bought novel. So we could do like a cool book tour, like travel the world and show off our cool book to everyone. I know, right? Do you, do you think there's anywhere to travel? I don't know. Like, I'd hope, but at the same time, it's like, where would you be able to go? Especially since we're part of high risk for being disabled. Because everybody wants us to come see them because they can see the book. Right. I mean, it's really sense to be during Halloween, all the Halloween parties. <laughs> Especially, like, the states that border Maryland. You don't think that's even safe to do? I don't know. Daddy, like, right now, you want to travel and something you have to look up is see where you can go. And then what rules you have to follow. I mean, the one I'm aware of is just 
wearing a mask, a face covering. Right. You you think there's more to it? I mean, so, because there's some things where you can't do it to at all, where you'll be stranded there once you get there. Uh, like I said, right now, Jess is in Montana, and they're stranded there. They can't go anywhere. Somebody send a carrier plane to come get me. <laughs> Your own private jet. I wish. I'd be like, screw COVID, I have a private plane. <laughs> I mean, you still have to deal with COVID once you get there. I, I know, I was being a smart ass, but then it's like, nope, no, I'm a resident here, I just need a face mask. No, you know what's wrong is that when you initially behind a portal plane, <laughs> yeah. the fame for Wonder Woman, Woman popped that. Wonder Woman popped in my head with an invisible jet. Oh, right? You're like, yeah, no, don't get to my plane. Reach your hands out. What is she doing? <laughs> I guess she's trying to open a plane. That's invisible at this point. How did she ever know where it was? Magic. Oh, yes. The rule that solves everything. And Thomas. Or just whip out her magical lasso truth and then just, like, whip it around her until she gets it. <laughs> I, I don't know how she would find it. It's an invisible jet. I know. It might not be invisible to her. And there we go. Magic. You're into something, aren't you? What? Say your friends, Zena. No. Oh, yes. Yeah. So if anything ever happened to show that you can't explain, it's magic. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, based on the long way you traveled, what's your preferred method? I like the train. <laughs> I only did was. it once, but... It was damn comfy. I could have just slept and wake up and like, oh, you're there. I I like the train because it's stretch out and that's like the most common place where I had good conversations with the passengers next to me. Right. The only downside is that the train from Maryland is expensive. Yeah, I've I've heard apparently in some other states that Amtrak or their version of a train is cheaper. Because that's how they get from, like, their city to city, or is the train. So it's cheaper because it's a more common way of traveling. Yeah, so before I had to switch to the bus, I couldn't afford it. But uh, Amtrak ticket from here to Philly was between 60 to 100, one way. Mm. Yeah, because even when you, like, have to go on a long flight, you can't sleep on a plane, no matter how hard you try. <laughs> and you guys were out. Like, if only I had a camera. Me and Jimmy? Yes. Oh, yeah, we took the train to New York, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where came from. I was thinking of that one horrible experience I didn't like with you, so I've been on the train twice. No, I didn't think of that. You didn't have fun with LARP. But that's, I, that was the first time I got to experience the train, and I was like, this is dope. <laughs> you can just look out the window and admire nature. Yep. It's so relaxing, like, I can see how writers will just go on a train for two hours and write. Yeah, you just need, like, your, your giant mug of tea or coffee or water. They actually do have train specials where you can pay and you just sit on the train for a couple hours and you just ride for the countryside. Oh 
That'd be so much fun. So, there's a holiday present for any people that are photographer out there. Oh, yeah. The one I saw is after one I went for Canada. Right? Oh. There was one that went through the northern states to, like, Toda, Wyoming, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That would have been some pretty countryside. And then there was one that went from east to west coast. Yeah, I think that was the one Sam was talking about. So, we're about to wrap up what uh, what episode? <laughs> what <laughs> what theme are we going to be discussing next week? Okay, why do you think the brain jump my head? What? Hey, brain! What are you doing tomorrow? The same thing we do every day. Try to figure the world. <laughs> I want to, I put Charlie for this one. You have to pick the next name. Oh. Um. Well, I suggested anime earlier. And that's what you want to do. Or we can discuss comic books, like comic book characters and movies. Oh, you did talk more about the con. Yeah. All right. I'm flexible and open to all ideas. Right. What? What's that day you think I want to agree to? Why is she snickering? I'm scared. <laughs> what do you think? We have a stuss country. Like, oh, the countryside? No. Country music. No! <laughs> Oh, being a nerd, I thought she was going to go another, another route, but I'm not even going to put the idea out there. What? Talking about Dr. Who? Sure. No, now you got to explain it. Damn it! Why am I so obvious? <laughs> N- numerology and numbers. Oh. Help me. If I you mean, guys are listening, help me. We should use that and also use to talk about the old share for numbers. Help me. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. Abort. Abort. Why did you put the idea out there? I don't have idea. Can you talk about mathematics and how different shows or equations can be used in modern life? Yeah. <laughs> this is my podcast, too. I say no. Oh, it's time.